Welcome everybody to Conversation with a Cancer. I am in your cancer and today I have a wonderful guest with me today. Someone I've known a long ass time and he's been the same person since the day I met him to the day till till this day. I mean he's a really good good individual good man someone you can have honest conversations with who has a very good perspective on his life and how he sees the world and his values and uh, a, a very funny person that I want to write films with. I keep, I haven't really sat down with him and shown him the stuff I have written, but it's coming. I'm going to make it happen this year because it's my year just doing whatever I want and making it happen. So everybody, I would like to introduce Parker. Parker, please say hello to the people. Hey, people. What's up? <laughs> Foremost, Parker, how are you? I'm good, man. Very good. Sun was out today. Walked around. Pretty pumped up. Yeah. I'm riding high. Okay. So you yesterday the sun was out like it was a spring day. That was kind of weird to me. I'm like, what's going on with all this sun? But I wasn't complaining. It was just, it was weird how much sun we had yesterday. Yeah. I couldn't tell because the squirrels, they don't leave, dude. <laughs> we going to get into that squirrel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, another thing I want to know is, the pandemic came, let's say, I guess we could say about a year, some change ago, and everybody's been affected. So I just want to know how, you know, the pandemic affected you and how you've been dealing with the pandemic. Well, you know, kind of had me locked down mm -hmm. and I'm single. So that has thrown even, you know, how weird I am, you know, it's throwing curveballs as far as getting new introductions or, you know what I mean? Uh, understand. At the beginning, I try to go on Tinder and, you know, and say, hey, you know, well, all the bars are shut down. You want to come have social distance drinks on my patio? That's a tough sell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they see the weird pictures that I got up. So they don't they don't trust it like public enemy. You can't trust it. <laughs> uh, I had COVID back in November. Don't know how I got it, but I got it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that, you know, I just had to sit down for a few weeks and then it took about a month to get over it. So I'm lucky, you know, my family in New York is really messed with my one uncle in Queens. He's like a marathon runner and it seems like it's hurting some of the more athletic folks out there. So I'm glad that I'm kind of out of shape. <laughs> I think, you know, it might feed off of the fat or something or fight it or something. I don't know. If you got more fat, it fights it. You know what I mean? That's an interesting theory. That's it's theory. So you don't have it's very interesting theory. I'm trying to uh, write a paper about it. Really? No, nah, I'm just talking. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been uh, interesting. But you know me, I'm a big time extrovert, and I like to get out and and talk. And so that was kind of challenging at first. Just and stuck in my own head and but I'm getting back to the basics like not watching tv and just sitting in a, a four-cornered room listening to tunes like you know war four-cornered room I was smoking a lot of weed at the time and kind of just uh then I started feeding squirrels it's been weird damn I'm still getting work emails Jesus <laughs> all right so do you have any so you don't have any lingering effects of having COVID back in November uh dude I thought the other day I thought I was having heart palpitations. Well, I for sure was. But I don't know if it's related or just 
you know what I mean? I, I don't know, but my heart was beating irregularly. So that kind of had me shook, but it's, it's gone back to beating normal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, if, you know, that's something that's just, I had it in the past. I don't know, dude, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get rid of the cough. Like I, I'm lucky, dude, you know, cause a lot of people it's really throttled and I'm no spring chicken anymore. Right, right, right. But I mean, I guess all that Jack Daniels and Jim Bean you drunk back in the day is still in your system fighting for you. Yeah, right now I'm drinking Old Granddad, Bonded, the 100 Proof. Ooh, 100 Proof uh, anything can't be, can't be, can't be functionable. Oh, dude, throwing on a big block of ice. You know, like I said, I was on a walk. This will really warm up the insides. Yeah, you were the first person to ever give me whiskey. Do you remember that? When we was at Water no. Street Grill? Remember oh, was, yeah, dude. He was like, just take the shot. And I'm like, park. You <laughs> was like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Because you were used to drinking, and that was my first time. I thought my whole insides was going to come out of my throat. <laughs> I, like, I do remember I gonna, that. I thought I was going to die. That stuff was so strong. But you were the first person to ever give me whiskey. What was uh, Vaughn's drink of choice? What the hell did he used to drink? Uh, Ah, uh, sangrias. We were drinking sangrias back then at the uh, Water Street. You know, Vaughn was always into drinks. We weren't drinking, but that was some yeah. good stuff. Them sangrias was good, but not you. You was like, that's cool, but I'm going to go get my whiskey. Like, you just always wanted your whiskey, man. I'll never forget that. Like you said, man, some things just don't change. I'm still nah. same shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into that. So do you remember, I know, of course, we both remember where we met. We met at XLS. But do you remember what year you came to XLS? Dude, I was probably 24, 25. Yeah, uh, probably 24. So 2006 or 2007? 2006. So 14 years we've known each other. 14, yep. 13 years. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Dude. That's a long time, man. And the people we were 14 years ago is not the people we are now, but we're no. still we're still the same caliber of men. You know, we just grown up and yeah. mature. Like, like you said, you still do some of the same shit, but you don't got the same mindset about it. Because I remember when I met you, you were all about that blackout drunk life. Like, you used to yeah. just blackout drunk, <laughs> and you were like, I don't remember nothing after this point. But up to that point, <laughs> that story was great. And we used to always be like, Parker, why are you doing this? And you just be like, I don't know, man. I was just. I was heartbroken at the time too, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I went to put in bay the one time I drank a pint of whiskey in like an hour. Remember that? And I like, I told this story and I was standing at a bar and then I just fell over standing up and I busted my face on like a door and I had to show up to work with a hole in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and our boss was such a dick and he was like, what is that on your face? What the- <laughs> I fell up the stairs walking home or something. Yep. Huh? I never, I, I never liked Hanza. I don't know anyone who liked Hanza. He probably doesn't even like himself. No, no, I just That's probably why he acts like that. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a good person, in my opinion. I don't think he was no. a good person at all. But do you remember your 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 eye for an eye story that you told told us? No, so, not really. So I I I think you were out drinking more than likely, and you accidentally either ashed your cigarette on a girl. Or accidentally, your cigarette touched a girl, and you said, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Eye for eye," and you put it on your forearm. Like you were. Oh yeah, you remember. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you mentioned, I do remember that, dude. I used to do weird shit, man. Weird uh, stuff. Just to get a rise out of people, like, dude, I would be at a bar, and they. I remember the one time it was closing time, and they're like, "Okay, everybody, 
finish him up, finish him up. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck you. Finish him up. I got to take it. I got to take it. And I had a baseball hat on. I removed my baseball hat and I just dumped the beer on my head. And the dude's just like, what the fuck? You know, like, what's he going to Yeah, I used to do uh, pretty outlandish things, man. Well, not used to. I still do, but just different, like you said, caliber. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a higher caliber. Now I'm now I'm like a 22. So I'm you like, was... And I started at like a 50 caliber. Now I'm like <laughs> probably 22. I'm probably going to be a BB soon. <laughs> you see oh, the rock ticker for uh, Build-A-Bear? You know how it's a three-letter ticker? It's BBW. <laughs> I was fucking around on the stocks, like GameStop and all that, and I just saw BBW. I'm like, BBW? Oh, wow, I got to buy it. <laughs> How many shares did you buy? <laughs> oh, not too many. You know, it's just, I hate Amazon. That's probably the best stock, you know, just because they decimate everything and cannibalize. But it's like, man, how you see these stores in the mall, kids are so happy. They're getting bears built for them. And that stock is going to sh- shit and that's like a good you know and like amc movie theater okay people used to love going out to the movies now these hedge funds you know i say get rid of the hedge funds and bring in hedgehogs (laughs) fill office with hedgehogs and get rid of these pieces of shit i agree like when i was reading about all that stuff happening i i don't do stocks and i need to learn but I kept seeing people say like, buy, buy, sell, sell. And I'm like, man, I wish I right. wouldn't, would know how to do this stuff. Cause I would have bought whatever I could have bought and tried to sell in the time period I could have, but that's something Bro, you I, know, we're at the peak. We're at the peak when Mia Khalifa, the porn star saying, Hey, buy GameStop, you know, it's a bubble and it's about to burst. You know, when, when porn stars are giving you stock tips, mm. you know, step away. I don't follow her on Twitter. Is that someone I should follow on Twitter? I don't know. I just saw it because like somebody liked it or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is she still doing porn? I, I have no idea, man. I thought she had quit to like do like talk shows or something like that. I don't know, dude. I mean, I was never too into uh, her work. I'll put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, either. I've never seen any of her work ever. I just <laughs> she she became famous because she posted that Drake got in her DM and asked her for some. And that's how I found out about her because people were talking about her. So I've never seen her work. That's some messy bullshit. And like, it is work. It is work. So, I mean, it's not demeaning to call it work because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was and, working for a living. You know, and she's a messy bitch for putting, I don't like Drake one bit. But, you know, slide in the DM. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? You know, I used to, I used to try that more until I failed for like a thousand times and you know, I, I did a little meme. I'm like Ricky Henderson sliding into a DM, like sliding into right. a base. But it just didn't work, man. I said Zarcarelli sliding to DMs. It's like, shit, dude. <laughs> For every 10 DMs I have slid in, want to answer. Like, they, yeah. they, it is not, I don't want to be like, you have to look a certain way, but just women just get so many DMs. I can just imagine just like, I'm not saying a woman wanted to respond to me, but she got so many DMs, she probably didn't have time to respond to me because she was like, the last 10 of them was trash. So you're probably right. in the same trash. So it's tough. And what's the end game? You know, go from a DM to a BM? No. <laughs> Rather be alone. 
from a DM to a BM. I like that. <laughs> oh shit. So we like you said, we met back in 2006. I left XLS, I guess what, 2008, something like that. When did you leave? I forget, dude. I think I did a, a year or two in there. Okay. So it's close to two, maybe a year and a half or something. Okay. So I went to school. I think you left before me because you got pissed off or something. Yeah, I did. I, I was still way immature, but I was so unhappy. So I just took anything that was given to me and ran from XLS. And I probably should have stayed in, until I found something real tangible. But nah, you're a man of principle, man. Hey, man. That's why I was that dude. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that job. You see that that company no longer exists either. That was a shitty exactly. company we worked for. They treated Scam everyone artists. horribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should go down in the uh, Federal Reserve Building in, in uh, Ryan's Bay. Is this still? Well, it's not quick and long, so it must be Rocket Mortgage. Now, well, he right? works at the Federal Reserve. He runs the uh, mail operations there. He does? Yeah, we should wait by the... Uh, now they have guards down there. We should pack his ass out. Really? He's still down there? I think. Last time I checked, but what else is he going to do, man? That's true. Rejoin the military? Nah, he's got kids and, you know, wow, he's, man, that really blew my mind that he might be really still down there. I mean, it's hard to tell. You know, he's, he's not cut out for much in my opinion. Nah, he, he's, he's, he's trained to do one thing and follow the, the protocol of the company line. So you're right about that. So when you left XLS up until Honestly, right now, what you've been doing with your life? Like, I know because me and you talk, but tell the people what you've been doing with your life for the past, I don't know, let's say past 10 years, because you've been doing some things, brother. You have, you know, I, I don't want to tell all your business, but you got some interesting things that you have been doing in your life. Um, yeah, well, I left. I went to the, I worked at the county child support. I did that for three years. That was stressful. Kind of. <laughs> shaped me into who I am, you know, good customer service. I could deal with any kind of level of stress or angry, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. be dads, you know, it was uh, stressful, but you know, you know me, bro. I, I know how to talk to people. Absolutely. So I did that as far as like work goes. And then I worked for a technology company. They gave a shot, they gave me a shot. And then I stayed in in that world so i'm doing it sales which is all right you know it pays the bills and i work from home um i built a strip club for squirrels the Lido lounge for squirrels you know that's what i really got famous for yes you did uh which is kind of weird because now i like go to or something and someone will be like yeah this is the dude that like built a strip club for squirrels and that's just weird you but know, you have, but you have embraced it though because you have a, a squirrel mask, you got a squirrel chain, so you've kind of embraced it, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. I got squirrel shirts. <laughs> I let them in my house, you know. I know. I know. They're my top animal. It's it's one from cat. They got dethroned. Cats are number two. Squirrels are number one. And, and I round out the top three with the possum. Really? Yeah, dude. I just really like them. I like everything about them. Good, uh, good Twitter account. Like it's possums or some shit. I don't know. It's just a possum every hour. It's pretty cool. So wait a minute. I haven't been up to much, really. Just, just okay. uh, traveling when I can. I guess I used to travel a lot, but 
now that I can't really travel. But I'm going to Florida in like a week or two. How you feel about that? Going to another state where the COVID is really high and really crazy. Hey, I already had it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> it was just uh, November. So I'm pretty much, I think I'm good to go for now. So it's, I'm kind of thankful that I got it because now it's like I could let my guard down and someone could cough in my face. You know, I don't give a shit. Oh, don't let them cough in your face. I want you to give no. a shit about that. But I know what you mean. So let's let's talk about the squirrel stuff, because one day I saw on Twitter that you were just dealing with squirrels. And then weeks later, there's a lead on lounge for squirrels The squirrels in your house. You're feeding them. Where did this start? Like what what brought you to just is it because of COVID that you just you was like, you know what? I'm going to start going heavy into the squirrel game. Yeah, 100 percent. I was always a big fan of squirrels. But, you know, I live alone. I have no pets. And it just kind of spiraled off of that. I just started. And like I said, you know, <clears throat> well, the one day I was like, okay, so this is where my computer is, the kitchen, you know, and then I'm facing the front door and I'm a hillbilly, whatever. I leave the door open. I don't have a screen door just to get fresh air in here. It was spring, you know, it was like March or whatever. And I'm working, dude, you know, and I start putting out food for the, the birds. Next thing you know, I see something in the corner of my eye. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, what the hell? There's a squirrel in here. And I, I chased it out. Right. And then, um, you know, at first it was kind of a contentious relationship. I was like, oh, man, these things are stealing all the bird food. I put the food out for them. Squirrels mm -hmm. are, you know, monopolizing the supply. They're intimidating to birds. They're fucking 10 times the size. Mm-hmm. And the birds can't mess with them. A squirrel would destroy one. So at first I was like, man, these things are assholes. And then it just uh, started warming my heart, man. You know, they were just the only thing I had around here. <laughs> and then, uh, man, I just really, I really like them, you know. And then uh, one thing leads to another and started letting them in the house. And I bought one of the picnic tables for them off of eBay. And I like photographed it eating pizza and shit, which was hilarious. And then one night I'm laying in bed and someone was like, yeah, buy a bar for him, you know, sit at a bar stool and like, it'll look funny. And I'm just thinking, yeah, that's cool. But let me look it up. And there were like $50 for a bar. Like, nah, the squirrels? Not... Yeah. It's just like a little thing like that. And it's, they sit <clears throat> and like, they sit on stools and like eat peanuts at the bar. I'm like, I mean, it looks cool, but I'm not spending $50. And I started thinking, man, what if I could build one? But I don't really know how to do much woodwork. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, it can't be too hard. And I started thinking, man, what if I build a titty bar? And I was like, man, build a Lido Lounge titty bar. Man, that'd be so cool. And then next thing you know, I'm devising the plan to do it. And then I did it. And uh, I remember building it. And I was just thinking, man, if this this doesn't work out if this looks like shit it's never going to see the light of day i'm never telling anyone this plan i'm never going to tell anyone i even thought of it because it's just a weird thing and then i fucking did it man and i unveiled it to the world and uh, the response was great cleveland scene called me a hero the quarantine hero really yeah they go the hero that you know yeah, look it up, man. It was really cool because I, I saw the article because Vaughn had sent it to him. He was like, "Look, look at this," because you were on uh, Alan Cox. They were talking yeah, they about talked. Your to, dude, my phone was ringing off the hook that day. It was almost overwhelming, man. 
Mm-hmm. And so Vaughn has sent it to me. And then I have saw, I don't know if you reposted it or uh, I think his name is Tyler reposted it or something. I saw something. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like I paid it oh, no yeah. attention. I remember seeing it and I laughed at it, but I paid it no attention because I know you. So I didn't think nothing of it. But later right. on, yeah, it's like normal shit for right, him. You know? right. <laughs> but then it took off like crazy. And I was like, wow. Yeah, wow. man. It was, uh, it's funny, man. I'll tell my mom, like, aren't you proud of your son? Like, <laughs> known for building a titty bar for squirrels. Like, it <clears throat> doesn't make much sense, but not much does. Man, that's the most hilarious part about it. You think about it as, you know what? I'm going to build a titty bar, not just a, a, uh, a miniature size house for squirrels. No, you said a uh, titty bar is for squirrels. <laughs> Other squirrels is gonna see it and go inside and start doing some some unnecessary yep. shit inside of. Man, that's hilarious to me. Oh yeah, that, but that's you. Like people who know you understand that's you. People on the outside who don't know you probably like this is just some crazy squirrel loving guy and he built yeah. some unnecessary thing. But it, and he <laughs> called it the Lido's Lounge. Like they don't know that that's your personality. That that's your warm heart. Like. Yeah, it's a joke, but then and just you probably really want these squirrels to have something else besides climbing on a tree all the time. <laughs> yep, exactly. Man, but I'm telling you, man, like I never forget re uh like no way he's on the radio, no way all these people talking about him. Yep. So it was you, cool, man. That that 15 minutes faded pretty quick though. But do you think for the rest of your life people would know you for that? Around Cleveland, yeah, for sure. And um it's crazy. Lido Lounge used to block me on Instagram. Don't know why. They unblocked me now. Wow. Because you gave them publicity. Yeah, they should hire me for their goddamn they, marketing. They definitely should, They you definitely know? owe you some bread. They offer you some bread because you probably have drove you, in some customers. Have you seen their Instagram account? No, I've never been on it. It's funny as hell. Yeah, I've never been to Lido because... When we used to work together, you used to tell these stories about how bad it was. So I've never went to Lido Lounge based on your opinion of it. I know where yeah. it's at, but I've never been there. Yeah, some weird shit goes down there, but <laughs> it's not as bad as it once, or not as good as it once was, I should say. Okay, okay. It's not as bad. You know, most people would say, oh, it's it's different to me. It's like that uh, poster behind you, the 69, the can't. <laughs> like some people might see a 69 some people might see a cancer sign right and just right yeah this is like just like you said some people interpret it the way they want to interpret it yeah it's like back when they used to do under the table you know what i mean or go Mm -hmm. the dumpster some people like oh this is a trashy spot some people might be like oh wow this is a cool place you can get a you know tug job right right real quick a real quick one but then people might say, oh, well, Christie's is nice. You know, I like Christie's. It's like, okay, well, I remember, okay, people get shot at Lido. People get stabbed at Lido. Mm-hmm. I remember the story about the poor girl was giving a guy a lap dance at Christie's and fell off the um, balcony and she died. Was this recent? This was maybe 10 or 15 years ago. And it's uh... like, okay, you have a balcony, you have acrobatic shit going on. I mean, you might have a someone falling down. At least Lido's a one-story building. Fall mm. too far. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Hustler, they have that pole. It's like 30 feet high. And uh, me and my buddy went, and he took his girl the one time. 
I think they were on weed edibles or mushrooms or something. And like the girl went, she climbed up to the top of the 30 foot pole and she like flipped herself around and went upside down. And she like dropped, but held onto the pole and like her going head first towards the ground and stopped herself like three feet above the ground. My friend and his chick almost had a heart attack because it looked like she was going to snap her neck. So it's like, okay, you get the more show at the hustler. Yeah, but you're going to pay. You're going to pay double. You're going to pay double to get in the door, 10 bucks, Lito's five. You're going to pay double for a lap dance, 20 bucks, Lito's is 10. Mm. Sure, the uh, strippers aren't going to look like Julian Tavares or, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger. But, you know, I'd rather have a lap dance from Freddy Krueger for 10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we both had the same idea i've been to three strip clubs in my whole life like i'm not a strip club person i just i don't like the idea of paying for something like that but no, not in a bad way like you shouldn't yeah, pay yeah, for that. Yeah. like that's just not my thing but i went to just tease in the painsville and i've been to a strip club in dc where they was where they were showing coochie titties everything i'm like oh this is a real <laughs> strip club like oh yeah one girl was eating another girl out on stage I'm like, oh, oh wow strip club. like wow like dudes was Dude, coming dude that's like dusk till dawn shit bruh like i was like i was blown away because seeing just teasing and pains that was weak you know what i'm saying yeah. that was that's like subpar but going to there that was like whoa like i never forget i tell a story all the time so i was in the strip club and uh this dude in a brown trench coat came in he walked in, he paid, he went and grabbed this specific girl. He took her to the farthest corner and she started dancing on him on the wall. And he was looking right in my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just made eye contact with him. Like he's getting a lap dance on the wall. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening, but we got to leave because I feel uncomfortable now. But that strip club was like, when I think of strip clubs, it has to be like that. Like I can't be, I can't go to a strip club where they're only just showing breasts. Like I need to see bottoms. I need to see that type of vibe because I, I feel like those women are the most comfortable. And so I just went yeah. to one out in uh, Parma, I think back in October, but I can't remember the name of, you know what a Parma bowling alley is out there? Oh, oh was it Brook Park? Brook Park, yeah, not Parma, Brook Park. Was it Secrets or Gigi's? It might've been, it might've been Secrets. I don't know if you remember, man. Was it? Yeah, I think back when I worked at XLS, I dated a cocktail waitress from Secrets. I don't know if you remember that. It was in the days of the pixelated phone pictures. I could show you a very, very pixelated <laughs> picture. I'm pretty sure because we all talked about everything. We shared everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Speaking of that. I heard the wings at Secrets are great. I mean, people was coming in buying food and just leaving. Like, I was like, damn, maybe I should eat. But I didn't. I was just, it was COVID. I was like, man, I'm just trying to hurry up and get out. But let's talk, about, sure. let's talk about a specific woman you dated that I always was envious of. You dated uh, a Vietnamese, Vietnamese woman, right? Wasn't she? Oh, um, the Thai one? The Thai one. That's, man. Yeah. I was yeah. so jealous. I was so, so much envy because I always wanted to date a woman of that race and nationality and she was really she was from over there too right she was from a tribal area yeah northern thailand she was from a lahu tribe why are they still emailing me jesus so wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you still remember all that 
What dating her? No, I mean you remember what tribe she's from and everything. Oh, lot, oh yeah, she's like, dude, I was pretty close to getting to marry her and shit. I remember how close I was. Do you still keep in contact with her? Oh hell no, dude. <laughs> I sent her. I sent her back uh, to New York on a Greyhound. My birthday like week, and mm-hmm. it was like rain. I dropped her off at the Greyhound station downtown, and she was like, "Parker, I hate you." Never- <laughs> I go. I'm sorry, like shit. I don't want your green card to expire. Like, and if it doesn't work out, then you're ass out and you gotta move back. Oh. Like, don't put this all on it. If it would have been a more organic type thing and there wasn't a time crunch and all that, it probably would have ended differently. But I almost felt like the clock was ticking and there were so many different things going on. But yeah, what I liked about her was she was from such a different background than a lot of the western women I met and you know just kind of she wasn't into all the materialistic shit and just a she grew up like she ate monkey growing up she told me dude like she lived a very different life and was definitely the most beautiful girl I'll ever probably you know be in love with but yeah, but then at the end of the day, there were so many things that she wouldn't pick up on, like a conversation like this, like different, uh, you know, a little, th- you know, I like to joke and like shit, it's not her fault, but right. it, it wouldn't click because she doesn't have the cultural background of being, an, uh, you know, an American. So it was, it was weird trying to like relate in, in some certain ways. And then it was the things that attracted me to her, which kind of drove me away from her at the same time so yeah having an understanding between two people is important like you want even if she doesn't get your jokes at least taking the time to try to understand why you like certain jokes and why they appeal to you so that's a that's a big thing but i didn't know you could eat monkey i didn't know monkey was an even (laughs) dude you could eat anything wow 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 yes i think she yeah dude she and that that was another thing she would always just like wanting to eat she would only like spicy ass thai food which is cool i like it mm-hmm. but you would talk down about other foods and shit you know mm-hmm. and, and then italian food and like noodles and shit but she would always just like say you know insult my palate you know like mm-hmm. right get the fuck out of here man like pizza <laughs> is the shit or you know burgers right but whatever i mean when you're used to eating fire your whole life everything else Tastes bland, I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember how much you cared cared about her, talk about her, man. Man, you've dated some interesting women since I've known you. Like interesting. Yeah, like, that's why I kind of, you know, I don't I've been there and done that. Now it's just like shit. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> it's like Really? Man. You don't want you don't wanna you're not you're not trying to find just one woman for you. You don't have those desires anymore. Uh I mean I'm not going to say it's like a throwaway thing or anything like that. It's like cool to spend time with somebody, but I just haven't, I've been less than impressed, you know? Mm. Um, I don't know. The idea of just settling down and like trying to lock somebody down for the rest of my life. It just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude, everyone I know who's married and stuff right now, who's been married 10 or 15 years or has kids, they just, of course, I'm the the dude who has time to listen because I have nothing going on besides squirrels and whiskey. <laughs> dude, Parker, man, or 
shit will not work out and they'll be like, oh yeah, dude, I'm so sad or this chick's moving out. Like, dude, three of my best friends in the last week have just told me about how they're just really going through it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It makes sense why I got my guard up, you know, like you can't open up, then, you know, nobody can hurt you at that point. That's true also, but if you don't open up, you won't allow a good thing to come in also, you know, you won't allow someone who comes... I'm not saying you're going to meet a woman who loves to drink like you and loves squirrels and has the, <laughs> right. the empathy that you have for things yeah. that most people don't have, but you might meet someone who's accepting of who you are and will just let you be you. But yeah. I mean, yeah. but I'm not looking for a mirror image, a female form, you know, like, right. but it's important. Okay. If you think that like the music I like sucks. Okay. Well, fuck you. I remember <laughs> I dated, uh, she had her period or whatever. She lived over in Cleveland Heights. She yanked the auxiliary cord out of my car. And I was listening to uh, DSR, Dirty South Riders, throwbacks. Right. Yeah, it's a stupid fucking song, but it was very loud. You know, I like bumping my music. Yes. Yanked the cord and I go, what the fuck? I looked at her like, are you kidding me? Put the cord back in. Yanked it out again. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, that was basically it, you know? I feel and then got out. It was winter. I peeled out, and uh, I almost skidded. I hit the curb and shit. It was winter. And, uh, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, if you don't like my music, basically, it's a rap. You know, you think I'm stupid? I think you're stupid. I think the music <laughs> you like is stupid. Hey, man, that was something we did, grow like, one of the things I remember about me and you having similar taste in music is you used to tell me like, well, you should listen to Bob Dylan if you like Nas. And I would be like, who's Bob Dylan? And you'd be like, what? You don't know who Bob Dylan is. How do you like Nas and know who Bob Dylan is? Well, you need to listen to this song. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. You're, you are the reason I watched The Godfather. Like, I never seen The Godfather until I met you and you was like, just sit down and watch it. And I watched all three of them in a weekend. Like, People don't understand when you get a good person in your life, you have similar interests and they share something with you that you probably take on those things because you want to keep having things you relate to. So I actually have listened to Bob Dylan. I can't name no Bob Dylan songs, but he was actually yeah. legit. Like, I liked it. Um, I did like the first Godfather. I didn't care for the second and the third, but the first one was Yeah, straight. the third one is not good. Yeah. Right, right. But uh, yeah, man, I just always remember things like that about you, like... You, you're legit. You just, if you don't like what I like and you want to put me down for what I like, fuck you. That's how you <laughs> always been. But you, what, what, uh, what have you been listening to these days? Bruh, I, uh, I'm really into R&B more than anything, but, uh, because I work out a lot, I listen to a lot of drug rap. Like that, 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 that music is high and the energy is high. Or I listen to like Jersey club music or things like that. Cause I like things to pump me up. But then yeah. sometimes I'm not in the mood for that at all. And I'll listen to Frank Sinatra while I'm working out. Because Frank yeah. Sinatra got about six or seven songs I really love. And I can just repeat that. And it'll get me through my 30, 45, my 45 minutes I'm in the gym. But really lately, I think I've just been really heavy on a lot of R&B because my life is fast. So I like things that make me feel like I'm moving slow. And so that, you, so, so that that slows me down. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really into like you you know, like you, we like what we like. I don't really need too much new stuff unless it's something that's just really good. Like, Is there a good R&B coming out now? It just depends on 
your definition of R&B that's good now. Because R&B is not how we grew up R&B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a completely different type of R&B. Like, they're very open and blatant about their R&B, where before it was about telling you I wanted something, but kind of disguising it. Now it's just like, I want you to put the pussy in my face. You're like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, Where's R. The- Kelly kicked the door down on that one. <laughs> Bro, he kicked it down, opened it up, broke windows. So. Yeah, he took all the mystique out of it, all the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he... He definitely did. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Was one awesome. one of the rappers that you introduced introduced me to passed away. I think two or three years ago. To Jacka, how long was that? Two oh or three yeah, years? he just died. It was yesterday or two days ago was his uh, death anniversary. I think it was three years now. Yeah, yeah. So like, like this, I want the people to understand that. One, if you think Parker's crazy from his interview, or you don't know much about him, that's fine. But his sincerity about introducing you to things you're probably going to like it or you're probably going to understand why he introduced you to it because he's not doing it just to make you listen to something or read something or watch something it's truly giving you a perspective into his mind and why something like that could be good for you because like i was like man i'm about to listen to jack i ain't never heard of him and i was like oh that's not bad oh it's pretty good oh he got a song with freeway oh he do it so yeah i said i listen to jack because of you i listened to some some screwed up music because of you uh i think you were a chameleonaire fan or oh yeah i was big into the whole texas yeah at that point yeah i remember donald was heavy into uh little wayne i didn't really care for him but then he got me into him and i liked him Mm-hmm. Donald's one of the reasons why I like Lil Wayne too, because he used to always play when I was around him. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can I can remember that. Vaughn told me he talked to him not too long ago. But yeah, we texted maybe a month ago, ago or something, and I was you know kind of recovering from the COVID, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, we got to get back together soon and get the band back together. Right. We Share some old laughs. We've been talking about trying to get everybody together, but it's just hard because we're all grown and we have separate lives. Like you and I have still haven't gotten together and we literally could get in the car to go to your house. So you could come to my house, but it just, it just hasn't happened yet, man. But we definitely gonna have to make that happen this year. But wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. So I remember you said earlier that your friends are married. So I know Dan's married and Sean's married. Is Amo married? Amo got married? Amo, he got married. Actually, what is today? The, it's probably a year ago on the 5th or something like that. Wow. Yeah, he got married. He's off the market. But, yeah, I mean, those would seem happily married. Right. You know, so I can't just make a blank, blanket statement and say, oh, yeah, everyone who's married is pissed off. Right. Yeah, those three dudes that you named are all happily married. Okay. What about uh what's your friend's name that has a landscaping business or the snowplow business? His name <laughs> Big Something Pause. Z Rob? Z Rob, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he married? Well, there's Z Rob and J Rob brothers. Um yeah, J Rob is kind of going through it, and then um Z Rob is like basically he's living with her and stuff they're you know both doing good though you know well i would hope so yeah, if you got you know, your own if you got your own business i hope you're out here doing good yeah i mean you you got to at that point mm-hmm. 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 but um yeah and i saw rubble 
Sean, uh, his his chick just posted something saying, you know, it's gonna be his 40th birthday coming up. Really? Actually, March, yeah, March 13th. He's got the same birthday as my mom. So yeah. I haven't talked to Sean in so long, man. I sometimes I feel not bad, but I wish I would have stayed in touch with Sean and Dan because we were all so cool. And we all yeah. just had we all just had a common liking for things and we enjoyed being around each other. But once I left and I didn't keep in touch with it, but I kept in touch with you. I kind of kept in touch with Donald. Me and Vaughn, Tyler, we, you know, Ty, we thick as these. You know, I still talk to Dawn, but that's about it. Like, I don't, I wish I would have kept in touch. I'm like, when I saw Dan at the, this was when he first proposed to his girl, I saw him at the uh, pizza festival. And he was like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. We engaged. I'm like, oh, shit, Dan, you know, I thought you was going to be a bachelor forever, you know, but. Yeah. yeah, it's probably a better thing. That dude used to drink Jose Cuervo by the bottle. He needed to settle his ass down. <laughs> he seems happily married, you know. Um, That's good. Got a beautiful, beautiful. He's got, a, I think, one kid or two kids now. I know he's got a daughter. Mm. I remember you had a. I heard you had a couple. Of, I remember you had a couple of friends that worked at Panini's downtown. You still keep in touch with them? Oh yeah, I keep in touch with a lot of them. Um, That's good. That place shut down. It's but then he's downtown. It's gone. Yep, on East Ninth, it's gone. Get out of here! What they put in the input in the place of it? Nothing, man. So I think it was just a combination between COVID and then um, I think it was just, yeah, just COVID. Wow, that that's a staple downtown. Like no matter where you get off at or leave the club at the bar. That's where you go. Get the pizza. Get the the smash. Get the sandwich. Oh, yep. I gotta tell her. I wonder if my homies know because that we went there a couple of times. That's sad. Yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, it's man. Times are changing, like Bob Dylan said. You know. Bro, we have so many things downtown that just doesn't function anymore. That dumbass casino still making money, but we yeah. Eat. That Panini's was there for a long time. Dude, all the good like dive bars that existed downtown, Ontario Tavern or whatever. Mm -hmm. By what was it, Alvies? Alvies, Alvies yeah, is not there gone. anymore either. They, they, that nope. rotates into something else all the time. And then that the uh, what was it, Big Cats or the the Louisiana Cajun spot? That goes. That's a revolving door restaurant, also too. Yeah, yeah. I know the, I know the Irish place is still there, a couple of doors down, right? Like McGinnis or something like that. Yeah, uh, Flannery's. That's Flannery's. Still. Okay. And then there was like a kind of divier um, Irish bar on like East Sixth, Ma Malarkey or Malay. I forget, but it's that's gone. Yeah, I heard that the famous chef, his restaurant is closing. Yeah, House of Blues, what Mabel's or something like that. Lola, that Lola's. Dude, that's it's crazy, man. This this year is just. It's really going to be some lifelong changes. Yeah, man, it's almost it's almost like we've seen the pinnacle of downtown Cleveland, I guess, in our lives. You know, like when LeBron was here, everything was just going. Everything was nothing was dead when LeBron was playing in Cleveland because you always had business booming downtown. And then the casino came and then they brought that shitty Wahlburgers here. But even that was bringing business downtown. Uh, Do you like LeBron now? Yeah, I don't listen. I, I know you still hate him. 
I I was one of the people that was upset he left. But as a basketball fan and yeah. how much I enjoy his talents as a basketball player, I love his game. Like I love like I am a LeBron fan. I think he's top three players of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know the man. I don't hate him personally, but I was upset yeah. when he left the first time. Of course, sure. I was passionate. But now, like, you look back at it, you just laugh. Like, oh, that was a moment in time for me. Yeah. I like Colin Sexton. I really like that, dude. We got we got a really young core of players that could be something in a year or two from now. I mean, I think Colin has arrived already. So if everyone else catch, gets on where his where he's going, where he's ascending, then we're going to be something nice. Like if Garland – and you got to give up Coral time. He's just a rookie, but we're going to have Jared Allen now. So, like, we're going to be something. We're going to be something. Cleveland Cavaliers are coming back. Who do you like more? Whammer is a mascot or Moondog? I'm a Moondog fan. I don't even know who Whammer is. <laughs> I'm a fucking Whammer fan. What, who is Whammer? Whammer? He was the one that had the weird-ass um, 90s, you know, jersey with, like, the sky blue – it went the weird like zigzag. I'm like the, looking it up. They did after like the. Oh, this the old school guy. Oh, I never was. He was like a a cool looking white like dog with like mm-hmm. glasses. Mm-hmm. He looked very cool, very hip. Yeah, they brought him back because he wasn't around for years. I went to the one game. Uh, it was the Kobe tribute last last year when Kobe passed. I guess it was probably January before all this COVID shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moondog was there rifling shit off into the uh, into the stands. I was like, oh, Moondog! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Moondog, man. Man, Whammer was more Gundarina, Moondog. Whammer, 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 Whammer. Whammer was more cute. Whammer was more yeah. Gundarina. Moondog's more cute and rock. Moondog is that, like, yeah, he's like the brown dog, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's more like Cleveland Browns dog pound kind of looking yeah, dog. This yeah. is This is Whammer. Yeah, I just don't remember Whammer at all. Like, dude, look how cool, man. Yeah, I kind of like Whammer nodded out and looked it up like that. <laughs> but he doesn't Look at fit, those glasses. He doesn't fit the color scheme of the new calf, so I understand why he's not as big. No. And, I mean, I don't know what he is. Is he like a – is he a, a wolf or – I really don't know. But he's got like macho man. Yeah, glasses and whatnot. Them kind of cool glasses. Like, what the hell is a moon dog? Dogs don't live in the moon. Why would you call something a moon dog? That's (laughs) that's dumb as hell. So, this is the part of my podcast where it ties into the name of my podcast, Conversation with a Cancer. So, you know, you are the first man, male, to grace my podcast. Like, first male. And you're also the first Caucasian to come on over. So, you're a double. You live here, family. You are double whammer, double whammer. (laughs) (laughs) I might start calling myself that DW double whammer. You got you got enough alias. You don't need another one. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) So I always ask women, what's their experience with cancer men? But since I got a male on here, we can finally have this conversation. What is your experience? If you had any experience with cancer women? Dude, I don't even know. You don't, don't know. You can't think of any woman that you may have dated that was born between June 22nd, June and- July 23rd. I can't really, man. Oh. Most of the time I'm just like, you know, I don't even get close enough to even <laughs> cross that bridge. Like shit. But you did say the you less, the less I know the better. Cause then I can't get in trouble for saying, Oh, you didn't get me. 
birthday for my birthday. I didn't know when your fucking birthday was. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I think I kind of do remember the cocktail waitress you dated because you were dating someone for a long time at one point. Crystal. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, good old Crystal. She ended up becoming a little bit mentally unstable. I mm. uh, had to move away. Yeah, she was kind of going through some depression shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could say this. The one sign I really didn't get along with, Leo. Really? Why is that? Why didn't you get along with Leo? Because of one person or things yeah. in general? You know, she just, uh, they, she presented herself well, you know. I know where you're going with this. But I'm not going to kiss the goddamn ground you walk on. I'm not a sucker. I don't give a damn. That's a lot of women out there like that, my brother. Like, But, yeah, I think it's almost like a cultural shift. My mom and I were talking about that today. And uh, it's almost, and my brother as well, um, Yeah, it's like almost feminism is almost turned into the old ways of uh, kind of the the way that the macho culture and it's just the roles are reversed. Now the women are just shitting on men. It's like, okay, what about equality? Like, it doesn't have to be you shit on dudes now just because, okay, you're a feminist. That's cool. More power to women. I mean, they've been held down for so long. It's cool. But just don't turn into an anti like a man basher, like, you know, no ma'am. And I was like, no man. Like so it's like female Al Bundy's and like, we're like peg now. Like we're the ones getting shit on. Bruh, we are both heavy on Twitter. And every day I get on Twitter or anytime I get on Twitter, it's always a timeline full of women bashing men. Always talking about men, this and men, sex is that men understand. I would just be like, man, y'all got to get over. Y'all need that. Y'all need a life. Like, Everything right. can't be this bad for you all. Like, there are a lot of shitty people out here in this world. No one could deny that. But like you said, it almost turned into no man. Like, I hate this, <laughs> yeah. I hate this guy, or I hate yeah. this situation, or I hate the way they look at me. I had this one girl on my timeline one time say, I hate when men compliment me or say, Oh, you look good, you lost weight. Like, how you know why I lost weight? You don't know if I'm depressed. What? So you don't want a man <laughs> to compliment you like you that hate that much hate towards me and and i and i purposely didn't say nothing because i feel like that's one of those things where i would have said the wrong thing because yeah and you'll get ratioed and then everyone will just jump on you yeah like i'm not the one to be like okay you can't say you don't want compliments it's your life you don't want what you don't want fine but that was just such a strange dynamic or i don't know twitter's gone to shit too man like everything else man twitter was cool way cool i hate to sound like an old timer like, dude, it was like the Wild West 10 years ago. You could say, you could let anything fly. The PC and, culture um, has taken over. Everything has to be said correctly. You have to, some women told me I couldn't call them a female. Like, don't call me female. I said, well, I, I didn't know y'all couldn't say female. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and now. <laughs> if I called you a male, like, if I check off on my fucking job application, male or whatever, am I offended? No. Right. Right, right. I say, oh no, I'm not a male. That's something you put in a slot. That's something you uh, <laughs> you mail packages. Well, males do have packages, <laughs> so maybe that's right. Oh, it's spelled different. Bro, it's so wild out here. Like, now I'm, a, when- I'm a male. I'm a M A I L. I'm right. the package express. First priority. 
First priority? <laughs> <laughs> no, last priority. Oh, it's like, yeah, you can't save, you can't save female. Whatever, dude. My my buddy, uh, we went on a double date, Z-Rob, actually. And this one girl was like, she brought her sister along. We're at this bar we've never been to. And she goes, like, you know, we're talking about her interest or whatever. She right. Goes, so what do you like? He's like, I'll tell you what I like. Females. <laughs> she was just like, it was a fucking stupid thing to say, you know. Right. He's very uncouth and um, but he shoots from the hip. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, oh, like, well, that's what he likes. And you asked him what he likes, and he said female. Like, what's he supposed to say? You can't say, I, I don't know, what's the right thing to say? Women? Right. So I from my understanding is either you call them by the name of women like like women are classifying themselves by different sexualities now like sample sexual or yeah right sexual like you know we grew up in the in the straight or gay you know that's what you were and then you can call yourself bisexual and it's just so much now like i sometimes just it's too much for me i can i can admit it's it's too much for me like please tell me how to address you so i make sure i address you that way yeah my brain can't compute you know sappy or sex what you like uh maple trees you like sap from a tree bro it's it's so much like there's a there's a sexuality names where i can't remember the proper what's this properly called but they don't want to be gender uh they don't want to be gender specified. They want to be gender free. So I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. what happened to this? Like, why do so many people want to be free of all of these titles when you're going to just be that title anyway? Yeah. I mean, you can call me whatever the hell you want. As my mother say, long as you don't call me late for dinner. So, yeah. You know, I still don't know what that means, but I understand. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call the cops. <laughs> please. Not <laughs> on me, please. I beg of you. I want my life. Don't don't let someone else take it from me. You know? Yeah. So so we we are in another year. It's 2021. The pandemic is still hot and heavy. Ain't going nowhere no time soon. And you said you're going to Florida. Do you plan to do any other things this year that you kind of we kind of had to take a backseat to last year? Um, yeah, my main goal of going to Florida was to go swim with manatees. And I getting sidetracked because my buddies are controlling the uh, itinerary. But yeah, my whole goal was to go up to this place called Crystal River. It's about an hour and a half north of Tampa. And I wanted to go swim with the manatees because they leave the bay. They go into this like real crystal clear river during this time of year because it's warmer, you know, than the bay. That's what I really wanted to do. Um, You know, when I got COVID or whatever, I had two weeks of time left and I was going to drive to like, you know, wherever. I was thinking Charleston, South Carolina or something. Um, But I just didn't have the energy. I was still kind of beat down. I don't know, man. This was going to, 2020 was going to be the year I was finally going to leave the country and like go see the world. But now it's like, okay, I don't want to see shit. I've seen it all. I'd have been through it all. (laughs) No, I don't know, man. Um, I guess just continue. I used to travel alone a lot, like I said. But, you know, that kind of gets lonesome after a while. It's like me just being in a bar drunk, talking to another drunk. I could do that here. Right. Um, So what countries do you want to go see if you leave the country? Dude, I want to go to uh, Ireland. I want to go to Poland. Mm. I want to go to, I'd love to go to Asia, but that's so far. Like, I don't want to travel for 24 hours. 
that's my that's my thought process. Like, if I'm on a plane 12, 18 hours, I'm going. I know you. Oh, excuse me. You can get up and walk around. It's supposed to be things, but that sounds miserable to me. It sounds awful. It sounds miserable to me. Like, can you I'm, imagine going to sleep and then waking up and being like, "Oh shit, I'm still in this capsule, hurtling through the sky. This sucks." For another eight hours at least, you can literally go to sleep for eight hours and wake up and have to be on a plane for another eight hours. And I just watched Executive Decision the other night, dude. Fucking fuselage broke. People are flying out of the goddamn plane. I'm just thinking, dude, fuck planes. <laughs> <laughs> they are scary as shit. Any, dude, I've, I try and I try to drink a little bit, dude, but sometimes I would smoke a little something or, you know, I've taken edibles and got on planes. Holy shit, man. I'm already high. Um, I wouldn't say anxiety, high awareness, I would say. And, um, uh, Man, that's the last place I want to be stuck is in a fucking airplane, going stuck in my own head, going through the motions of like, wow, dude, there's nothing beneath my feet, feet of air or whatever. This is or 30,000 or whatever it is too much. So, yeah, I don't know, man. But driving takes so damn long. I don't know. So here's my thing. I don't because I've drove to D.C. and back by myself twice. Like that was terrible for my legs. Um, I've never been on an airplane longer than two and a half hours, so I don't know how I would do. Like, I do know I have to be in the emergency row exit uh, seat because that's where you get the most leg room. I peep that. But I've never been to the West Coast of the States, like, at all. Really? I think the furthest I've been is maybe Kansas or Oklahoma. But I was a child, and I was in a car with my mother, so I don't really have. Oh, really, dude? you never been to Cali or anything? Dude, I've never been to Cali. I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Arizona. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to Washington, like nothing like my sister lives in minnesota but that's not even the west coast you know what i'm saying so like i that my goal is to go over there like i'm going to colorado actually this year because i'm going to do that thousand step hike and then four miles back down like i'm looking forward to that i'm gonna wait till it gets warmer like april may to do that my friend she's got a bunch of vacations she said i can tag along to one of them so i'm gonna do that but i'm traveling this year man i'm gonna go i'm gonna wear my mask i'm gonna take every precaution possible but i'm not sitting around and wasting another year i can't like i want to do things so i'm going to actively do things i hope once things open up people are just more you know after being it's like being on house arrest you know you're really just stuck either with your family or alone or whatever. And I hope people kind of grow from this. It almost seems like people have become more isolationist and gotten weirder and like more confrontation. I, I just, not to sound hippie-ish, but man, I hope people just come together. Like once this is all said and done, like, and kind of embrace humanity instead of all the, the divisions that we've had lately. It's just, life is too short for that bullshit. It really, it really is. And I think people, had were forced to really look at their life and things that they value and didn't value like everybody had to look at like damn we didn't really value going out spending time with your loved ones because we were just doing it so regularly frequently or not at all and now that you want to you can't like super bowl's coming up you know how many people are gonna still have super bowl parties and there's people who are gonna respect not being in group settings like things like that like like I hiked a lot last year, but I did it by myself. And this year, I want to do it with people. But at the same time, you have to be like, well, has this person been taking care of themselves? Have they been staying away from people? Like, so there's so many things you have to think about and hope that people consider. Like, the vaccine is hopefully to be readily available to everyone in the summer. But 
my thought process is when the vaccine is readily available, that's when people are really going to stop wearing masks and be like, well, I could just go get the shot. I can go get some vaccine Theraflu. And so I don't know, man. Are you going to get the shot when it's available? If it's necessary for me, like if I, well, this is going to sound ignorant to say what I'm going to say, because you know how we are, Parker. <laughs> if I, uh, if I knock on wood, if I get sick and I need the shot, I will take it. But other than that, I have no desire. I don't take the flu. I don't get flu yeah. shots or nothing Me like either. that. So like, that's, that's how I think about it. And we live every day with people catching the flu and double pneumonia and stuff like that. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, as soon as I started feeling a little bit iffy, you know, I work from home, like I said, so I just cut off contact with people. I just said, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I got a cold, but you know, you never know what it is. I checked my temperature all the time, never broke a fever. So, I mean, all the warning signs that were saying, oh yeah, you know, watch out for this. Dude, it was, and then maybe five or six days into it, then I lost my taste. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, this is probably COVID for sure. But um, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't too different than my normal life. I just sit at home most of the time anyways. But it was, it hit me. I was sitting in my front room listening to music. I had a Bud Light and then I had my little whiskey and my shot glasses. So I'll do like, you know, sipper, sipper, you know, whatever. It took me three and a half hours to drink like half a can of Bud Light. It just tasted like, like I couldn't taste it. And it was like, tasted like shit. Mm. And so I go, man, I'm taking my ass to bed, but I could drink whiskey like crazy. Cause I couldn't taste the, like the burn. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking like a half of, you know, bottle. So that's when I was like, Oh shit, man. Yeah. This is COVID. I don't like drinking. Yeah. This is COVID. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like I, I couldn't imagine that. Like I think me and my sister caught it the November before COVID came out. Like, well, well yeah. let me not say came out before COVID was a, a big thing. Announced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because my sister got sick for two weeks and I got sick for two weeks. So we just both thought we just caught the cold from each other. And then March comes around, February, March come around, COVID's everywhere. And I'm like, did we have it already? Like, right. like I felt horrible, but not like I needed to go to the hospital horrible or not. I didn't lose my taste or my smell. I just had the runny nose, the chills, the sweats. I didn't yep. have no fever. I was just, I was sick. So for me, I think I might've had it already. And I think everyone's going to have, either going to be a carrier with no symptoms or you're going to be somebody who shows symptoms. That's how I think about COVID. Yeah. And, as long as you just, you know, stay away from people. Yeah. Keep yeah, it like, to yourself. And that's what's, Fucked up, like, um, you know, now I'm going back to the gym just because I had it. Mm-hmm. And even though still I had it, there'll be bozos coughing on the treadmill. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I look at them like, you fucking, and I'll visibly shake my head at them, like, shaming them. Right. I don't care if they're bigger than me. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> You're putting people at risk. Right. You can get everyone in this whole gym sick, you piece right. of shit. I remember the first time I went to the gym when it opened back up and our gym opened back up in June. So it closed in February, opened back up in June. And I remember my first day in there and I just felt so uneasy. I could tell the the machines were spaced apart. Everybody was looking at each other. That's the first time I saw everybody wiping stuff down in the gym because I always wipe stuff down. I don't like getting on something somebody else just sweated on. But I remember and I was like, man, we are all really looking at each other. And the sauna was closed. They wasn't allowing people to get dressed in the gym, so you had to come to the gym dressed. So it was weird. 
And then it was I, it was weird when people like looked at you like you're a potential enemy and threat. Like that's the side eyeing you and shit. Let me say my racist shit real fast, Parker. <laughs> Fire this, was off. The, this was the first time I was like, yeah, now y'all know what it's like to be black. <laughs> everybody wearing masks, everybody looking at you funny. They profiling you every time you get right. out of the car without your mask. People turning their nose up at you, following you with eyes through. So I'm like, yeah, now you know how that shit feel. Yep. Now you know how that shit feel. Like, for but, sure. You know, and then people was coming out like, man, I, I feel so bad that. We, you know, people have to wear masks and shit like, like now y'all know how that shit feel. Yeah, because everybody had the same idea. This person's got it or this person may have it. And I bumped up against them. Like I told somebody that I so weird that if you have to sneeze, you sneeze in your mask, you have to wear your mask. Like that's so weird to me because, you know, you cover your mouth or you wipe your mouth off and you can't do that. You got to walk around with a sneezy mask so you can sanitize your hand and wash your mask off. So like it's such a weird dynamic masks are fucking weird but it's kind of cool because it's more you know you see the chick's eyes and it's like oh man she's got real nice eyes you focus on what you can see right you might have a weird nose or a weird mouth doesn't matter got a mask me they might take take me more serious all they see is my eyes they don't see the rest of my weird ass face might serve me well i think i got squirrel compliment you know the squirrel mask to go Oh, that's a cute mask. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it on. <laughs> you have no idea. So, so I, you know, I'm still a pervert. I'll never, never not be a pervert. Like I'll look, if I don't let no woman walk past me without looking. I don't care the age. You could be 75. I'm gonna look. I'm just a pervert. But anyway, with these masks on, you can't do nothing but look. Cause you can't tell anything but the eyes and then below the mask. So I was like, man, this is weird. Like you really are paying more attention to people now than I think some people ever did. Like, cause you and I were people watching before yeah. back in 2008, you and I could go have lunch outside a tower city and we'll just be watch- people watching, you know, that's what we did. So like now with mass, your, your people watching skills have intensified, like in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, I don't mind definitely. the mask, I, especially in winter. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like, I'm not one of the people that has to wear it all day because, you know, I do virtual learning with my nephew at home, so we're not wearing no mask in the house. I yeah. wear it sometimes if I do Instacart, uh, when I have to go to the gym or when I'm at work at night or when I'm doing mm-hmm. a basketball game or a soccer game or a lacrosse game, I have to wear it. But other than that, majority of my day, I'm not wearing a mask all day like some people, so I don't have the hatred for it. I Dude. just do I went to Florida before I had COVID with a mask. Mm-hmm. Flying with a mask, that sucks. I heard about that. I heard some people just, it's its really weird to be on a plane with a mask. Yeah, just, and I was hung over, like flying back. Like I was deathly hung over and just like couldn't breathe, you know, and like, you know, how stale the air is, you know, in the airplane. Like, Jesus, man, this sucks. But, um, yeah, then, like, the rule is it's so bullshit because there's just, like, loopholes. Like, oh, you can take your mask off if you're, you're sipping a drink. So this dude sitting across the aisle from me takes his mask off, and he's just like, <clears throat> you know. And I'm just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, drink your fucking drink. Put the right. mask back on, you piece of shit. Right. I'm trying to breathe in. But that's not where I got sick because I got sick, like, a month after that. But, yeah, I definitely felt like, man, I'm – putting myself at risk going on this plane, but I just needed to get the hell out. 
you know everybody just everybody needs to just get go outside you just listen you and i have common sense we know the betterment for day-to-day and your people is to wear the mask so just put the mask on when i hiked i wore a mask and then when no one was around me and i'm just by myself hiking in the woods or going on a trail i took my mask off i'm by myself but if yeah. i get ready to walk past a group of people or be around a bunch of them i got my mask on and i'm okay with that yeah like i'm People not running at edgewater park to like oh, oh, bring a fucking heavy run past him like you piece of shit right you know i'm yeah i'll heckle somebody you know i'll say <laughs> we got to man we can only be us we can only be yeah us. Yeah. So you gotta let people know. You, know. you do. I think people do need to be responsible and tell somebody else. Like you still see these people that don't want to wear masks in store. You know you're about to go be around all these people. So what you don't have it, they don't know that. So just wear your mask and leave. Like yeah. even if you're I still think people need to cover their nose when they're wearing a mask, but who am I to tell somebody what to do with that? Yo, mask? for sure. But because I I still don't understand why people think it can't come out your nose. Like they're so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. But um, I just wish people would have a little more consideration for other people. I, like I told people, only time I don't wear a mask that I'm supposed to is when I'm in a gym. Like I wear my mask into the gym and then I take it off. But mm-hmm. that's the only thing. And I've I've never been sick. I hope I never get sick. But that is the only time I do not wear my mask where I'm supposed to wear my mask. Everywhere else, I got my yeah. mask on. I hear you, man. It's tough to like lift or do cardio when you got a mask on. I mean, you need to take those breaths. You need all the air you can get. And it's not so much that it's even uncomfortable. I just, I work out better without a mask. Like, for sure. Of course, you can buy a mask that's made for working out because they used to have that before COVID, you know. You know, those elevation type of masks, but that's just my preference. And if they made it mandatory to wear a mask in a gym, I will wear it. I'm not going to be like, no, I'm paying you $32 a month. I'm going to wear my mask. I want to use the gym. So 32, damn. Yeah, because I, okay. So when I first bought my membership two years ago, you can go to any fit work, but now it's only two. And then each one had a sauna or different things in there that you can use per your membership level. Now it's kind of a mute point, but I love my gym. I work out with bodybuilders. It used to be 24 hours, but because DeWine's an asshole, we don't have 24 hours gym anymore. You said bodybuilders? Here you go. <laughs> oh, shit, Parker. But yeah, so I'm at the point where I'm just going to continue to live my life and do what I want and travel. And I hope you continue to do the same because I know that you love to just be around people and have that good energy. And, you know, always respected you and your friends because y'all always accepted me and just showed me a good time and showed me y'all lifestyle. Man, that shit was just great memories. I don't have any bad memories from you and your friends, you know. Like, so yeah. I always appreciated that shit, man. We got to create new memories, man. We got to figure out a way to create new memories, man. Because like I said, you're a good person. And I don't ever have to worry about having a good time when I'm around you because we have like-minded individuals, man. So oh, we yeah, man. Out a way to create more, more It's like more this, but we get other people involved. And then we yeah. can, you know. Yeah, man. Vaughn talks about it all the time. And he always like, man, we got to get everybody together. I'm like, Vaughn, it's hard. You, you can't right. randomly just text 15 people like, yo, come to the bar. No, we got lives, man. Some people don't get off of work to six o'clock sometimes, or some people got other things. I'm like, Vaughn, it's hard, man. I know you're open and you're available. He's like, well, I'm about to call Park. Park is busy, man. Park, Park. And and he always wants to go to that spot on 55th. It's like, 
<laughs> he wants to stick close to home base. Yeah. I mean, shit, I, I would go down there, but it's either there or, or downtown. Yeah. It's, you know, we're going to figure it out this year. I told Vaughn, we're going to all sit down and we can all get together, even if it's just for one time. We're going to figure it out, but we have to plan it. It has to be planned ahead of time. It can't be no text everybody on Friday and hopefully they show up next Friday. No, we need to give it months of time so people can prepare for it properly. Because people, like you said, people got families and kids and you know, so squirrels, squirrels <laughs> to feed. Oh, oh dude, God. honestly, man, hit me up short notice. I'll I'll bounce. Well, up. I know you and you can because me and you yeah. have talked about this, but for majority, if we want to get Dan and Sean and find Donald wherever he is and Vaughn and Dawn and uh whoever else we were cool with, it's gonna take some time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go take the time. But I would just like to thank you for coming on, man. I'm I'm glad you were the first person that I wanted on of the male variety because I know you and I, we have great rapport and how we bounce back and forth off each other, man. So you and I would definitely get together. Um, I'm We're going to figure it out, sure. man. We're going to get together, man. I'm going to uh, try to wait till we get a little warmer, but for us to really kick it. But I, I want to yeah. see your house. I haven't been to your house, man. How long have you been in your house now? It'll be four years. Four, this four years you had i've known you had a house and i haven't came up one time that's terrible i need to get there i'm going come through man and like shit dude you want to go for a walk you know i'm about that walk life because i'm pretty sure for sure you got a nice neighborhood because you're in lakewood right yep i'm on that's the last street so it's like across the street is cleveland mm -hmm. I can hop on the freeway be downtown in 10 minutes and you know good pizza place because I maybe you told me you have a favorite pizza spot over there. So that's something we definitely gonna do. We're gonna have pizza, we're gonna have a conversation, man, and we're gonna get up we're gonna walk around. That's just hundred percent, dude. That's gonna think so. Summer, man, we could uh, hit up Edgewater. Bro, you know, you Edgewater. Know, me and you both met at uh what was that thing they was doing at Edgewater? Was it Edgewater Mondays or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Edgewater Live, yeah. That was the last time I seen you. That was like two years ago. Yep. Damn. Edgewater line. Dude, I go to Edgewater every Saturday and Sunday, man. I Still? Oh, I just sit out there on the sand and um, drink, you know, <laughs> and just hang out. Dude, I got my beach chair and I just sit there and admire the scenery and I don't go in the water. Of course not. I try to absorb the sunlight and suntan. It's fun, man. Mm, okay. I bring my Bluetooth speaker. It's, it's a blast. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to uh when the weather get better, man. I'm all for it, man. I'm not saying no to anything this year, man. I just want to spend time with people I care and I love, man, and just create more memories. I said I'm gonna start taking pictures and just making sure I can document these things because once they gone, they're gone. And once we stop being on this earth or being around each other, man, we can't get that back. So I definitely think we need to do more of things like that. Right. And it's cool that you're doing this because it's exactly what you're talking about. Document documenting moments in time you know it's like that uh that art of noise song man moments of love that's still the great, that's still the one of the greatest songs and beats i've ever heard in my life that's like number two oh, yeah, dude. Love, and it's like six or seven minutes long too yeah dude that's yeah. that's the type of shit i play on the jukebox man like a a long ass song instead of like a three minute song. i'll play moments of love or maggot brain or something to really monopolize time yeah man see that's what i'm talking about man so yeah man uh i'm gonna figure it out we're gonna talk about it man we're gonna get together real soon i can promise you that all right brother 
I appreciate you doing the podcast, man. And before we get out here, like I always say to people, man, make sure y'all eat more chicken, stay masked up, drink your water, and more <laughs> importantly, uh, just respect the person next to you because we ain't trying to keep doing this COVID shit for long. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, man. Rob, I'm, thank I'm you a, for having me, my dude. Man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. I'm gonna get out of here because I gotta go to my job, so gotta make this long drive. But yeah, man, I will talk to you probably later on today or even tomorrow. All right, for sure. All thank right, man. You, dude, holla front. All right.